And I think that the, the, the biggest challenge at the moment is actually understanding a little bit what is happening, mm -hmm. believing in it, and then actually starting something. Project A Podcast. Hello and welcome to Project A Podcast. My name is Manuel Boll and today my guest is uh, Christoph Szymanski. He's uh, part of the CRM team here at Project A. He's been with Project A for over three years now, I believe. Yes. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, welcome everyone. So um, just uh, our listeners have an idea of uh, who I'm talking to. Please say maybe one to three sentences about yourself and introduce yourself. Sure. Uh, so, so as Manuel already said, my, my name is Christoph. I'm, I'm originally from Poland, so, so my name is actually in Polish pronounced Krzysztof, but <laughs> that's quite challenging for, uh, for foreigners, so, so I'm fine with Krzysztof. And uh, I'm, I was doing my master's in Denmark and, and then I, I moved to Berlin for, for an internship and uh, I never actually came back to Denmark, I came back to Poland, I decided to, to stay in Berlin because I, I really like it here and uh, already almost four years I'm working for Project A, venture supporting all of our portfolio companies in the areas of um, CRM and, and social media. Okay, cool. Um, today we want to talk about a topic that's been quite popular in the last uh, few months, um, which is voice technology. Um, so just to, to uh, put it in perspective, some people say that, for example, in voice search, um, the voice technology will make up to 50% in a few years. Um, Chris, you wrote and published uh, two articles on this topic just recently. Um, one was about the voice assistants and what they mean for the future of business, and the other one um, about like key features of voice assistants. How did it happen uh, that you got interested in this topic uh, in the first place? Yes. So, so I think actually I, I got I got interested in it last year at the end of last year. Uh, after I became an Alexa owner, <laughs> uh, so w when did you buy yours? Uh, I bought I bought mine uh, last year in November. Yeah, uh, I was I was changing apartments, and I, I realized that actually it might be a good idea to invest a little bit more and to have some smart home features that yeah. are supported and and heavily used by those uh, voice control devices. Uh, so because I I decided to have uh, Philips Hue. Uh, that actually work together. These are this light the, bulbs. This light bulb, yeah, yeah, yeah. Color, color light bulbs that that allow me to control uh, lighting in my room directly from my bed, only yeah. with only with voice. Yeah. So, so that was the that was the first step, but it was more from the from the user perspective, uh, not exactly from the perspective of of like analyzing it and and reading a little bit more and and getting into this topic deeper. Uh, it's it's funny, really, because uh, I think I bought mine at the same time. Um, I don't have this light bulb right now, but uh, yeah been playing around uh, with yeah. my Alexa since uh, yeah. November December last year I think like I think there's there's more and more people like we I think we'll get to to like a bit more statistics about like how many people actually use it actively how many people have it in their in their homes but uh, I I think like once you start using it like you get quite used to it mm -hmm. uh, and, and for example i noticed that right now when i have like any business trip or when i'm at home and i actually don't have it i sometimes miss it a little bit <laughs> and, and it's not because like i'm addicted or it's not because i use it so much it's just like very convenient to me yeah, yeah, to, to use it and uh, and they are some they are definitely some some cool use cases 
Uh, but this year, I think March this year, I, I went to the online marketing rockstars conference yeah. in, in, in Hamburg and actually voice was quite a big topic quite at this topic. conference. Yeah, yeah. I can so, so I could hear more people talking about it, like more um, companies putting it on, on their radar. And I said, okay, there is, it seems like there is so little structured knowledge in Europe to me about it that I decided, okay, I, I don't need to be like an expert. I don't need to go too much into technical aspects mm -hmm. of it. Uh, but why don't I like understand this topic a bit better and know a what is the status quo at the moment and like in which directions it seems that this technology is going and ideally of course how it can be used for for our ventures and, and for the companies we support okay that, that, that's a good point actually um, so why do you think right now is the time to start moving in, in the voice technology sector yeah so I think we're really at the moment in like a transition phase some people compare it even to the mobile revolution mm -hmm. that happened a couple of years ago where when uh, like so many users and like the time and, and attention of users has been shifting from 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 desktop devices to 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 mobile and and you know it, it also took a lot of years for some companies to actually understand and, and realize it and like start thinking mobile first yeah. right now it seems like an obvious thing and maybe still not to everyone but but at least to the to the, to the vast majority uh, and and I think I'm not entirely sure this is what is happening to the voice that like voice will replace mobile and so on. Yeah. Uh, I, I think maybe that that would be I wouldn't go that far with it, but definitely it's like a huge uh, trend that like even looking at the numbers, even looking at like the number of devices that is being sold and the daily usage, like how many people use uh, voice for for search requests at Google and so on. This is like publicly available data. So we can't can, ignore can, this trend. Yeah, can, can you say like a little bit about numbers so we get a feeling for, for uh, what's the what's the status quo right now? Yeah, sure. I think at the moment we have over 50 million Americans mm -hmm. who already have access to uh, smart uh, speakers at their home. So it's more or less every six American already has wow. an access to, yeah. uh, to to smart speakers at, the, at their home. Uh, in Europe, like we adapt this technology a little bit slower. Yeah, so yeah. I think maybe, but that's quite often the case. It is. Uh, <laughs> and but I think we're still for with around on around um, two digit number of devices sold so far. So I think around, I think ten to fifteen million. Uh, devices were, were already being being sold in Europe. If you Europe, think oh about yeah. many devices could actually serve more than one person. Yeah. Because if you live like with two, three person, like you, you have, it's enough for, for you to have yeah. to have one smart speaker at home. Uh, and and like the in, a, in a normal flat, a normal household, probably one uh, will, will do it. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I think there, there are there are two aspects of it. One is that a lot of like most of these devices. Uh, don't support that many languages at the moment. Mm -hmm. So that's, I think, the problem in Europe because in US it's English, Spanish, and yeah. both, those, both of those languages are, are supported, so that's not a problem. In Europe it's a bit different because you need to, like you should, companies should, like both Google and Amazon should have their products in French, Spanish, Italian, yeah, Portuguese, yeah, of course. I mean, Polish, I mean, and so on. Someone, someone in France, maybe if there's really interested in technology, will use it in English. Of course, um, but but certainly um, not the vast majority of the people. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, that's the case for sure. Uh, Google is investing heavily into making it available for people in as many languages as possible. Mm -hmm. So I think their goal for 2018 is to have 33 languages mm -hmm. um, in, in assistance, so have assistant available in 33 languages, and I think that's that's huge. That's, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's a quite big uh, big goal, huh? That's definitely. But but I think. Also, that shows that like those companies treat it very seriously. Yeah, yeah. And if you see that they treat it seriously, maybe it actually makes sense <laughs> that you should also at least think about it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we'll uh, shortly talk about uh, why um, startups, founders should uh, consider this technology. Yeah. Um, first, what are we as Project A doing um, in this in, in this kind of field right now? Yeah, I think I think it's still quite early, and and. What I want to underline is that if you or your company is not doing anything at the moment, it's not too late. So you could still <laughs> you could still start thinking about it right now, and you'll be probably perfectly fine. Yeah, we're still in a very early stage. I think both Amazon and Google have troubles even understanding how to shape it, like what kind of opportunities, like how to make it as easy as as possible for for companies to actually uh, to actually use it. Um, I, we just want to be prepared, yeah. right? So yeah. we, we are in the stage that we are aware of this topic and, and we want to be prepared. We work quite closely with Google into making it available for our portfolio companies to, uh, to, be, to be in this movement and to be kind mm -hmm. of in the first row. Uh, and, and what I believe it's, it's super important here is you can try, you can start quite easily mm -hmm. and I think you can just play with it. You can just play with this technology and try to understand it and learn from, yeah. from your mistakes, but also like small successes, ideally. And I think if in two years time, everyone will be on it. It's like, yeah. compare it, let's say to the mobile apps time, yeah. then you'll be so much ahead of competition, yeah. your competitors, just because you've been there earlier, you've had mm -hmm. time to understand how it works, you, you've been trying it and, and, and so on. And I think that's the, that's the great value. Yeah, so, so um, maybe as a kind of advice, start now, start playing around. Uh, with the technology, I've tried it myself at home. Um, to to well, I started creating an Alexa skill. It's actually not that hard, and there's um, I mean quite good support from from Amazon in this case. Um, I've not tried Google, but I, I'm sure, uh, as you said, they have a, a quite big aim uh, of expanding into a lot of other languages. They have uh, experiences working with with uh, developers. I mean, not working for Google. Um, so there's a, there should be a quite easy possibility to um, work with a, a Google technology as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, why do you think uh, startups or, or founders should consider voice assistant important for their business um, maybe in, in, in the next few years? Mm -hmm. So I think I already like briefly talked about it, but 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 let's let let's dig a bit deeper into it. Yeah, uh, I think like when you think about like the companies and marketers in general, you could always say that they are two groups that one of people are kind of early adapters and, mm -hmm. and companies that always try to push new things and be on top of things and have this have it in their in this in their in DNA. The day -day, yeah, that like they would rather try and then like if they realize it doesn't work, then then like leave it then just wait for others to be successful and then think, okay, m maybe now it's really the time where we should, where we should <laughs> do something in it. So, so I think it's in our DNA as, as Project A to yeah. kind of actively push this mindset to, uh, to the venture and to stay on top of things. 
but but what is crazy important to understand is that this is a technology that has extremely low entry barrier yeah so i attended last last month i attended a two days meeting in in google office in hamburg mm -hmm. where basically companies could could take part in a in, in, the, in the event and in one day like the first day was just an introduction and like meeting of the of the teams and a bit of brainstorming and like the status quo and the second day was meant to for um, actually creating your first action mm -hmm. and with the help of google developers you were able to actually start it build it from the scratch and at the end of the day have it live in uh, in action cool. app store let's yeah. say yeah uh, or action store <laughs> uh, so i think easily you could build like your first alexa skill or you could build your uh, google action w within one week i would say and I'm, mm -hmm. I'm pretty certain about it the, i would say start small and don't think about super complicated complex use cases because also like you don't want to overwhelm customers you want to like solve one problem mm -hmm. you want to focus on one use case and just and just build it build on top of it yeah uh, so i think the other thing is also that like some companies may have this like fear of missing out so <laughs> you might think like oh i actually don't want to be late to the dinner right and yeah. like i, I don't want to be late to the party i just want to be on top of it if, if there are first companies experimenting with it maybe i should also do do something and and keeping it like putting it together with the fact that that you don't need that many resources yeah. makes it makes it quite easy um and and i think additionally to this I think you just need to look at it also as like additional channel that you could that you could reach yeah, your, your yeah. customers. And and I think it combines with the thing you said before. If if you're in the field, um, if you if you realize it's still early, but uh, you got a key, uh, go on and with the technology and, and experiment with it, um, you can establish it as a new channel for for your startup, and um, you will have much more experiences than than uh, your competitors exactly and and you know this is this is uh, exactly uh, true what you said because also like this sphere is not very crowded at the moment right like i i work on a daily business in, in email marketing and and you, we all know how how competitive it gets like how many marketing emails you get daily yeah. to your to your inbox and, yeah. and no one says like i i need i need more newsletters i need more uh, adf ads on, on facebook <laughs> uh, like no, yeah, yeah. no, no one no is one saying it but yeah. actually I, I would say for myself like i'm both amazon and, and google they need they need more really good use cases yeah. for for the for their devices yeah. because it's like a win-win situation for both of them if they have a very good use case from the company that people are using it's also pushing the technology forward and like it makes the uh, adaptation wider and, and yeah. the adoption wider and, and and so on makes so the ecosystem grow in, in yeah. total um so speaking of use cases what do you think could be a use case for an e-commerce startup uh, wanting to to um, move in the technology space right now mm -hmm. I think you need to you need to think about how can you be useful yeah. for for the uh, for the user how you can provide the value something that that like they'll find interesting mm -hmm. uh, and in a very natural way combine it with with your product mm -hmm. right so so I was I was thinking of of like two uh, two use cases um, Bubble, so probably Bubble or, or, or Duolingo or any of the uh, language learning apps. Yeah. I think that's a perfect sphere for them, the mm -hmm. voice technology. Uh, and, and I was thinking, let's say they could have a 
they could have a daily um, bit of information or like daily, let's say, um, like practice, learn something like new practice, every day, yeah, right? Practice, yeah. Like let's, let's learn something new every day. Let's yeah. learn one new word every day or like one new slang word in Spanish every day <laughs> because like, for example, you, you learn Spanish at the moment. So you could very nicely combine it with, with your product and you could say, okay, if you want to if you want to learn more or if you're like actively practicing Spanish at the moment, feel free to download our app or visit our website or we have like yeah. a special yeah. uh, deal for you. On the other hand, if you're thinking like more e-commerce style, yeah. uh, one of our portfolio companies, companies Wine in Black, mm -hmm. uh, they're selling wines uh, online. They have an online shop for, for wines. They could also easily provide like a daily bit of information for wine lovers hmm. where for example they would combine it with like a special deal for a certain type of wine so yeah. for example uh, i know they could talk a little bit about the production of porto wine and then combine it with a uh, with a discount like 24 hour discount for uh, for this porto wine yeah. and send people directly directly to the page i i think at some point it probably will be even possible to say okay are you interested in actually buying the porto wine at the moment you answer yeah. yes do you confirm? Yes. Do you want to pay credit card? Yes. And then in two days, like it just arrives to your home. But but we're not there yet. <laughs> did we uh, did we suggest it to them actually? Uh, so I mean, moment, I think it's a really cool use case. At the moment, we we have a couple of use cases that we're discussing with, with our ventures. Yeah. Uh, we also want to understand where should we start and like if how easy would it be to work with both Google and Amazon mm -hmm. uh, and and so on. So, so I think we are we are in that uh, moment at the moment. Uh, we're that phase in the moment, but we will also we will definitely talk to the ventures in the very near future yeah. and propose it to to companies like Liquid, Anu Free, Wine in Black, yeah. Mr. BNB, because we have some some cool use cases in mind. Nice. Um, so you've mentioned the two Google and Amazon are the biggest players in the market. Um, they're they're dominating really. Which one, if there is one, uh, should should a startup um, focus on when moving into the voice technology? I think if you purely look at the numbers at the moment, uh, Amazon owns around 66% of um, smart speakers market. Mm -hmm. It's it's a lot, uh, but the but I, I think just this or last month, uh, Google has yeah. outsold, uh, outsold them. Exactly. So it was yeah. the first time in a, in a history, let's say, <laughs> in Q1 2018, yeah. uh, Google actually sold more uh, smart devices than, than Amazon. What is really important to understand is that Google has extremely big advantage when it comes to, uh, to this battle, so mm -hmm. to say, with, with Amazon, because they have 550 million Android users that actually have a Google Assistant installed on their on their phone, on their yeah. phones. Yeah, right. so, so that's why I would say also it seems to me at the moment uh, we, we've been in touch with, with both companies and, and we try to, to push this topic uh, quite actively at the moment. And it, and it seems to me it's actually a bit easier at the moment to work with Google. So they are a bit more open mm -hmm. to actually work with external companies. To, to help them to provide like an support from from developers yeah. uh, and and that's why I would say 
maybe it's actually good to start to start with Google. Maybe mm -hmm. reach out to them, like yeah. discuss your use case. They they already have a lot of experience in it, and and they know they can help you shape this idea. Yeah. Mm, and then if you actually see that that it works, and if you if you like what you're seeing, you could use the learnings from Google and and apply them for uh, for the Amazon skill. Maybe, maybe also it's a question of uh, actually what you're offering. I mean. Um, Still, people do not turn, um, I believe, to Amazon and Google in the same way regarding what they're looking for. So sure, but but on the other hand, you know, you you can have like both devices at home, and they can yeah. serve pretty similar pretty similar purpose. I think right now it's not the moment to actually use. Uh, voice assistant or like smart speakers as a sale channel. Mm -hmm. I think it's a great moment to use it as like interaction engagement channel yeah. with yeah. your customers. And then that hopefully in consequence will lead to, to, to increased sales number. Okay, so, so more like a customer retention kind, yes, of, that's, uh, kind of thing. That's, that's, how I, that's how I see it. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, what do you think are the biggest challenges right now and uh, how should companies overcome them? I think at the moment the biggest challenge is actually discovery. So both for, for users, it's not that easy actually to discover what is happening, right? So, so maybe there is actually an amazing skill I would use every day, but then I can, I can log into the skill store, let's say, in, in, in my uh, Alexa app, and I have 20,000 20, skills to, to, to choose from, and it's, it's crazy. It's really, yeah. it's really hard. It's kind of <laughs> impossible to pick one and know, okay, which one will be the, the, the good one, or which yeah. one will be the yeah. one that I that I want to use. I agree. I actually really find it hard to to yeah choose good um, Alexa uh, skills to to uh, actually install on my on my device. Yeah, and it's I think. It works for both sides because it's from from one hand side it, it's it's difficult for for users mm -hmm. to find good good skills or, or actions but also for 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 companies it's actually pretty hard to promote it because mm -hmm. of course like you could send it in your newsletter but then probably like five percent of your of your customer base actually has so for for 95 it's it's not a relevant information mm -hmm. if you that's why I would always prefer to start with Google because at least you can reach uh, Android users which probably will be like plus minus half uh, half of your of your customer base uh, and it's it's hard to promote it right it's hard to say okay i want to create like an advertising advertisement for uh, alexa users only mm -hmm. right yeah. how, how how do you know it only amazon has this data yeah. and probably sure. they're not super keen on, on sharing <laughs> it at the moment uh, so i think that's i think that's the, that's the first challenge the the second one would be like very good use case mm -hmm. so what like even if you want to try something, like you need to think about like the use case where people will actually want to use and not use once and then forget about it, but actually use on a regular basis. Yeah. And that's, I think, the, 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 the second challenge, one of the biggest. And I think that the, the, the biggest challenge at the moment is actually understanding a little bit what is happening, mm -hmm. believing in it, and then actually starting something. So yeah. like taking this first step and saying, okay, Maybe at some point we'll decide it's not for us, but but let's give it a try. I mm -hmm. think that's actually the biggest challenge at the moment in in, in that in that sphere. Okay, okay, I see. Um, so let's talk a little about voice search. Um, how do you think both organic and paid search develop in the upcoming month, and um, how do you think voice can influence them? Yeah, so so this is definitely a very interesting this is definitely a very interesting topic and a very interesting mm -hmm. part of 
of this whole voice movement. Uh, we have people from both SEO and SEA departments actually involved in it at the moment uh, because you just can't underestimate it. At the moment, uh, according to, this, to the study conducted by, by Google, over half of teenagers in the US and 41% of adults mm -hmm. uh, use voicers on a daily basis. So, mm -hmm. so it's crazy when you think about it. Of course, you could always say, we might be a little bit behind as, yeah. as Europe when it comes to the, this uh, to, to using this technology, but but we can't be that far. And and I think it's just mm -hmm. like a trend that probably will be will be will be growing. Mm. Probably with like with most of technologies, um, I don't know. We we just we talked about it. We're just adopting them a little slower in Europe than uh, yeah. it's happening in the U.S. Yeah, but I think as you said in the in the very beginning, like the the, the prediction right now uh, is that by 2020, mm -hmm. uh, plus minus 50 percent of, yeah. of yeah. search will be will be done by voice, and it's and it's crazy if you think about it, and it's also scary for the companies who invested so much money into uh, like the, the more old-fashioned, let's so to say, SEO, mm -hmm. uh, and because this this may be like slightly shifting. Yeah, yeah, um, I mean definitely. Um, so I've also read a little bit about this topic, um, and I believe that voice search is. I mean, it will certainly take away some uh, of the of the share of the classical SEO, but um, for certain mm, search types, voice is just not appropriate. I mean, if you really uh, search for deeper information uh, on topic and you don't have that one answer um, search result, voice might not be the best technology to serve these kind of searches. Yes, yes, yes. I, I definitely agree, and I think you you mentioned a very important point that that if we analyze how we actually look for information, yeah. we have two types of cases. So the one one would be where we actually ask the question and we expect an, an answer, right? If I want to know who is the president of Botswana at the moment, there is only one answer. <laughs> if I want to know what is the temperature in, in Los Angeles at the moment, there is only one answer. If I want to know what is the current exchange rate or uh, yeah. Singapore dollar, there is only one answer. These but are perfect I, use cases for voice. Uh, these, are, these are amazing yeah. use cases for voice. And I see them only growing like when it comes to the, to the usage. But if, if you want to know what is the best sushi place in Berlin, then it becomes tricky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's actually just the case I was referring to because then uh, at best you will get a list of, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 <laughs> sushi places in Berlin and uh, Alexa or, or Google's just gonna read it to you, um, which is not that helpful, I believe. Um, so talking about um, yeah, paid search, um, what do you think if advertisers are going to be able to just buy the first spot, um, What's this going to, is this going to take people's trust away? And I mean, what's going to happen to the relevancy of search results? I think it can, it can certainly happen hmm. that, that it would uh, kind of... I mean, this is basically how Google makes, uh, makes money. Yeah, so by, by, by like putting people on top of like... Putting and Amazon might, on be, top. might be a slightly different case as they're selling products directly, but yeah. The, the thing the thing but I think what what, it, what is what is important to understand at the moment is that it's not in their interest right to lose this trust so mm -hmm. it's neither in the interest mm -hmm. of Google nor Amazon to actually lose this trust so exactly I think they will figure out the way 
to to have like a good balance between between those two i can i don't know i'm really just like kind yeah. of imagining it right now what could <laughs> theoretically happen yeah. you know maybe you would need to be first approved as like a trusted source and, mm -hmm. and and so on maybe they will be working with like a limited number of partners in the beginning just to test it but but users need to trust it because otherwise they won't be using it yeah. and then otherwise they won't have like an inventory to to sell because if if there will be less and less um, traffic coming through those voice things then then companies will also not be interested in like using yeah exactly but but i think i think well, they will probably figure out the way somehow yeah uh, if we come back to this sushi example uh, we could also say that that you know theoretically they could say okay based on the customer reviews on mm -hmm. google this is the best place mm -hmm. this is the best place in berlin and yeah. then you kind of like take the responsibilities of deciding from you and then like you put it on like okay users or like people who voted <laughs> yeah but then this is not exactly the perfect paid paid case right yeah, yeah. but but i think uh, my well, opinion well, is just a matter of time until yeah. they will offer it this uh, auction system mm -hmm. uh, but they will do it very carefully and they will, they will be slow yeah. in i think applying it just to understand and, and make people actually trust it yeah yeah i believe the same they will they will figure it out somehow um, yeah, talking a little bit more about advertising or, or monetization, what do you think uh, are current uh, possibilities for, for brands to monetize on, on voice? Yeah, so, so that's, the, that's the thing why sometimes it's difficult to, to make companies use this technology because they see very little rapid, like the, the very little like ROI possibilities at the moment, right? So, so many, many companies use various marketing channels as like revenue channels mm -hmm. and this is purely not there yet yeah. uh, the the thing is is also neither neither google nor amazon purely rely on on it at the moment so they don't need this money right yeah they don't need to make money on like advertising in their they, they just want to focus on um like the market adaptation that actually people will yeah. be using it on a daily basis and in a second step they'll they'll figure out the way to to make money on it yeah. uh, so so that's that's one thing and for yeah and for brands or, or startups i think there are there are already some um selling slash monetization possibilities mm -hmm. so you could offer a premium content in your app so same as you as you're able to to do with like with a mobile app yeah you uh, can actually offer premium content or like special feature or like mm -hmm. additional uh, additional things in your app that o you do offers for. like we said for wine and black i mean talking about wine a specific i don't know uh, uh wine from france and then offering just that wine uh for for a special discount yeah um, in, for your, sure. in your alexa app that's that that you can easily do and, yeah. and you know you, you can actually buy on those devices right so so uh, right now so at the moment you could use both amazon mm -hmm. and google shopping yeah. for respected devices and you could actually buy directly uh, using only voice so have you actually tried that i i tried it so there is like a, a bit of controversy around it especially when it comes to amazon because mm -hmm. obviously they're putting like amazon prime <laughs> slash amazon basic basics product surprise. there but but yeah like i think if, if you think about it like no one actually should be surprised but people yeah. people are, are are getting angry uh, <laughs> i i've read a couple of i've read a couple of articles about it um but i think what if you really see yourself going into it 
there is like they're working with number of, of partners already right yeah. so so i think domino's um car to go or sorry drive now i think at the moment uh, Flix boost in us google has already partnership with around 50 companies wow. including staples uh, walmart and so on so really big players i just read today in the morning that uh, yesterday uh, google has signed the first partnership in france with carrefour mm. uh, mm -hmm. that yeah. will actually be able to use google assistant to buy grocery to buy. From, yeah. from from carrefour yeah. so so if you actually really believe in it i think there also might be a time to just talk directly to google and amazon yeah. and think about the possibilities to together to, really to, to, to yeah, like become become the partner yeah yeah okay um to to wrap this up a little bit what trends do you see upcoming in this field mm -hmm. so i think since since we're, we're slowly we're slowly getting to the end i think what is why this topic became relevant mm -hmm. uh, in a, in a, in a tech technology scene is that both audio and voice so like speaking listening answering like conversational type of uh, uh, type of communication is the more natural and intuitive for for human beings mm -hmm. uh, also if you if you agree that that is just convenient and and fast people will always pay for that, right? So like time and convenience are like two main pillars of, of the voice movement. And I think people will be always willing to, to pay for it. Yeah. Uh, the problem they have right now is that there is still quite a number of, of use cases where actually the, um, the visual part is, is, is missing, right? We're talking about mobile devices. We're talking about desktop, tablets, and so on. Mm -hmm. Like they all have screen. They all have this yeah. like interaction where, where you actually see uh, where, yeah. where you see things so so what i what i think is that i believe in the future the voice movement will go a little bit into the direction of uh, visual as well mm -hmm. and it I will mean, become like a hybrid between those two yeah we, i mean uh, alexa uh, um, uh, amazon already has that um, echo show um, exactly. So they're already starting to move move in that sphere. So, so they have Echo Show, as you said. They have Echo Spot at the moment, which yeah. is like a very small device, ah, yeah. two point five yeah. inches screen. Uh, Google has signed a partnership with Lenovo, LG, and Sony uh, that will actually be producing small tablet-like devices mm -hmm. with uh, Google Assistant mm -hmm. installing it. But, but it makes so much sense because if you think about it, you may say. There are so many use cases that this whole voice experience could be enriched mm -hmm. with video uh, materials or with true. any kind of yeah, uh, visual material. So think about um, think about let's say Zalando, right? You could say, "Hey, show me um, white sneakers size 44 uh, sport style under 100 euros." Yeah. And then they and then and I just see it and they show me and it's like, okay, next one, next yeah. one, next yeah. one. Oh, yeah. I like this one. Can you add it to the cart? Confirm, <laughs> like ship it to my home. Yeah. And and I think this is this is quite easy. Also, like there is so many examples for if you think about like food recipes or like morning <laughs> exercises where actually yeah. you, you trigger it with the voice, you have the voice, but you also have um, like visual materials that, mm -hmm. that support this message yeah. or and, and then reach it. I agree, I agree totally. Um, so to wrap it up a little bit, um, get curious, um, experiment with that technology. Um, if you have any questions on that, you can, you can always contact us at uh, podcast at projecta.com. 
Um, I will happily forward that to Christoph. Um, Christoph, thanks. Uh, thank you for being here. Um, yeah, thank you very much for an invitation. I think yeah. I think that was a very nice conversation about the technology that I believe will be way bigger in two years than it is at the moment. Okay, okay, then we. I would say talk again in two years. Yeah, Thanks. maybe even maybe even earlier, but, but then <laughs> I think in, in two years, I hope that we can meet and be like, you remember the first conversation we had about it two years ago? Damn, there was something happening already then. You were right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for listening then, and uh, see you next time. Vielen Dank fürs Zuhören beim Project A Podcast. Falls du es noch nicht tust, abonniere uns auf iTunes oder folge uns auf Soundcloud. Und wenn dir unser Podcast gefällt, freuen wir uns über deine 5-Sterne-Bewertung bei iTunes. Das bedeutet uns sehr viel und hilft uns, noch mehr Menschen zu erreichen. Bis zum nächsten Mal.